in time. No, we ain't playing. Now we just playing, but we're gonna play better games. Step in the room and see that we wouldn't have it another way. Geeks gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. Psych that ain't gonna happen. New games that we made up. That's how you get geeked up. And it's a game for you and us. See what we gonna do. Hit us up and write us in. Let the games begin. So, let the games begin. Cause we just singing game time. What's going on, my fellow geeked up Americans? Welcome to episode 19 of Geeked Up game time i'm devin barnes and with me always is the vp to my presidential candidacy <laughs> liam whalen yo 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 welcome to the show everybody it's it's gonna be huge it's we're a good ticket you know we're a good ticket this is gonna be the best podcast you've ever heard <laughs> the best but uh welcome to the show guys. trust me folks <laughs> this is gonna be the, you've never seen two better hosts than us <laughs> all right devin's taking the early lead on trump impression quality <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right we're gonna be you're hearing a lot of this folks but of course i always start with a little spoiler alert but welcome to the episode guys how's everyone doing remember to uh check out the real geeked up podcast episode 19 where liam and i talk about westworld luke cage walking dead and other usual geeky shit yeah, take know. a closer look at things that scared us that shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. You really find out what little pussies Liam and I were <laughs> growing up. The, a lot of things shouldn't have scared us. Yeah, not like we're grizzled tough guys now, but but uh, I'm a little, I can, I can uh, stamp the large margin now. I'll tell you that much. I can't. I, <laughs> so. I've not outgrown many of my fears from, we could just as easily do a closer week next, closer look next week of things that still scare me that shouldn't. It's <laughs> uh, frighteningly a good point. And then, of course, remember to check out uh, Geeked Up Game Time episode 18, where uh, we finally do the tiebreaker where we do the uh, Big Bang Theory trivia challenge. Yes, we use Big Bang Theory trivia to determine the tiebreaker of our Saved by the Bell trivia. So this is really high stakes. Yeah, it is. Because neither one of us wants to lose the Saved by the Bell trivia contest. And neither of us watched the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so it was like a mix of the blind But now analyzed. it's under debate because rumor has it, via, via reports from Devin's TiVo, he's got too many Big Bang <laughs> Theories... Saved up on his memory for me not to believe he was doing his homework before yeah, really. the big trivia showdown. Yeah, we did have a big argument. I could uh, counterpoint that. This is how the Geeked Up podcast almost broke up is when I argued that it really wasn't a show about geeks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. It got pretty heated. <laughs> of course, so check all these out, these past episodes out on, uh, of course, SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. Check us out on Facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. And uh, also check us out on iTunes. Hanging out on iTown, y'all. Geeked yeah. Up Podcast. You guessed it. iTown. Email us any uh, questions, comments. What if a suck MC is good or bad? Episode that's, 10 emails, like we're asking. That's going to be at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you got to throw that the in there, folks. The Geeked Up Podcast. Gmail. iTowns. 2016. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then you know what we do every time we have a good on uh, the show. It gets us into this one's episode. <laughs> so, uh, the boys. We're yeah, as soon as I start on, uh, we try to start segueing along yeah. as fast as possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're not all just fun and games here at game time. We, uh, the boys can get a little political. You might have yeah. guessed from my, my little spoiler <laughs> intro. Sometimes your mom makes you play more educationally uh, based games yeah. and tries to pass it off as fun. I'm a beast. I realize I'm learning the state capitals. God damn it. You're not fooling me. So uh, we've actually, again, now we've, uh, we've had some games where it's just been me and Liam playing, but we've finally got, again, someone to play with us. So uh, we got a guest on this one, but he's uh, a little different from the other guests. We've had some comedians on here. We've had some musicians on here. 
We've some even actors. had some TV personality on here. But, uh, TV personalities. We've even had Dennis on here. Dennis. <laughs> Let's not you forget about I mean? Dennis. Our nerdy expert, Dennis. But uh, this one, we have our first uh, geeked-up political analyst, who, uh, since he's uh, our political guy, we're only going to be referring to him as Ronnie. Yeah, in a very uh, deep throat very style. Deep throat kind of way. We're getting deep in the government. He wants to keep his alias safe in this post-Trump world. By the way, Devin, we should also point out there is going to be a spoiler. If you T-vote the election... Just uh, you might want to not listen to this episode because we are going to be talking about the results. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so fast forward if you don't yeah. know who's the president. If you're not yet, sure who won yeah. yet, you might not want to listen until you find out. But <laughs> yeah, come on. So now that you've uh, <laughs> caught up, you can listen to the episode. So yes, but uh, in this post-Trump world, though. He wants to keep his alias safe. He fears the wrath that'll come of Trump if he hears the displeasure being voiced so, by alias Agent Ronnie. So welcome to the show, Agent Ron. I, uh, how are you guys? I'm, I, I feel like a political geek being here. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. See, yeah. even, even the politics can get a little geeky. Yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. Yeah. It's not just a video game world. It's a politics <laughs> world. So one of the big reasons that we brought Ronnie on the show is because, yes, he's our political guy, but also for the past months now, I'm looking at it right now, Ronnie has been flooding social media <laughs> with uh, anti-Trump fucking... You say flooding, I mean my Facebook page. Yeah. He's on the social media <laughs> blitz to yeah. see Trump. And I guess, like you brought up a political geek, I guess in the year 2016, this is what it takes to be a political geek. You know, you fire off a lot of angry tweets. <laughs> yeah. You make the cut as official <laughs> political analyst. You but know? I mean, I'll just give you a reference here. Four hours ago, nine hours ago, yesterday... Yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> Tuesday, Sunday, on Sunday. I'm catching That's a theme just this here. week, all right? Jesus. But I'm going to tell you what, man. You got more pictures of Trump on your wall. And then there was, like, his living room. There was one happy birthday to his niece mixed in there, which I think was (laughs) kind of burying the lead (laughs) in between the nine anti-Trump posts. (laughs) I try to... Trump's a racist asshole. Happy birthday, Allison. (laughs) (laughs) Grab him by the pussy. This guy should be ashamed of himself. (laughs) Try to drive home the point. (laughs) I get behind a movement. I really dive right in. From what I've seen, too, it looks like you're uh, losing a lot of buddies on this one, too, man. Yeah, well, I don't know if they were originally buddies to begin with. They were just people <laughs> I knew I could attack. And That's a good point, too. I guess, yeah. like, Facebook friends aren't really equal to, like, friends in real life. Like, I think I'm friends with, like, my ninth grade science teacher on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have to disagree. But I'm not smoking <laughs> weed with the guy. Me and yeah. Cyberfunk 187, 24. <laughs> <laughs> I really have a kinship that I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you got like, you know, Maybe your Facebook friends just aren't as cool as mine. Yeah, I guess not, man. <laughs> it's like, how dare you have a thousand friends on Facebook? You, you're really friends with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I've met them all. Yeah. There's no strangers on there. but yeah. And actually, that's true, too, man. It's a shocking amount of friends. Not shocking. I guess it's not that shocking coming from Southwest Florida. But, like, a lot of friends on there were, like, pro-Trump fucking buddies. And it was yeah. like, pretty crazy to see. That was a definitely a great thing about social media is you got to really, like, find out which of your friends were Trump supporters, which of them were Hillary supporters. And I guess maybe before we even continue, we'd probably say, along with Ronnie, probably not as passionate uh, and do from personally because I don't have a Twitter account. So I'm probably not as passionate as Ronnie on the subject. Yeah, the only person that tweeted more about Trump than Ronnie was Trump. <laughs> was Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> and Hillary. She was third, actually. No, that's not true. It went Trump, Ronnie, Hillary. <laughs> but I guess me and Devin probably both uh, fall in line with Ronnie. We were both, all three of us, I guess, were pretty bummed out yeah. by the whole election results and everything. And we're all supporting Hillary. So I guess you can uh, 
just know that before we start this whole podcast. But that was very fun on social media, finding out which one of like the people you can barely remember from high school were like doing their daily pro Trump pictures, you know what I mean, yeah. and all that stuff, <laughs> exactly. and just like like laughing at your friend, like, "Wow, Charlie Graff's a big redneck now, huh? Who would have thunk it?" Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> truth. I've, I've heard those stories before. I, I, those types of people you can't even respond to because they they. You won't get a legitimate answer from them. There's no way you could have an ideal discourse with those types of people because, yeah, I mean, the whole idea of trying to say something on Facebook would be to try to influence other people who are watching it. And that, those types of guys, they'll they'll just dive right into it. They'll take yeah. the whole conversation right off the rails. Definitely. And I feel that this was a very uh, divisive, a very divisive election in general. And I think probably in large part because I think like actual politics were kind of up the back seat so there was not a lot of political discussion it was For more sure. like philosophical and moral discussions like you look at a trump supporter as not a republican but a trump supporter you know what i mean it's just not like how could you support those economic policies yeah. it's like how can you support trump you know yeah. so i think out of any other election in history this one was less to do with politics and more to mm. do with personality yeah. than anything else it's you more know? tribalism it's you know the people got behind trump like they get behind their football team you know, yeah. they, they, you got people, you know, and Trump's supporters just so happen to be, like, comparable to Oakland Raider fans. They, they show up in <laughs> oh, come on, Darth Vader costumes. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. They really, I think, yeah. are more Eagles fans. Yeah. If anybody Eagles was fans. booing Santa Claus, yeah. it was going to be the Trump supporter. Yeah. You could make sure you have a prison at the end of every uh, Trump Trump rally. It's <laughs> yeah. like the Eagles stadium. It's like the Eagles stadium. Lock uh, them up. Yeah. Right, after the, right after the primary, oh, yeah, they, they would lock her up. Santa. Liberal Santa giving presents to everybody, good and bad. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. See, and you're a braver man than I am for like going down that road because like I have my opinion. You know what I mean? Like I obviously was a Hillary supporter. I thought all the Trump shit was nonsense, but I wouldn't ever bite. You know what I mean? Like I'd see someone just like post this crazy thing. Yeah. Being, like, you know, like Hillary fucking Benghazi. I don't know what it means, but I know it's bad. I think <laughs> and fucking never heard. Never heard. She's a murderer and a liar. Yeah, yeah. And it's just be like, holy shit, that's so misinformed. I'm going to give it a sad face emoji. And that's just <laughs> most willing to gauge. I know. That's, that's as much power as I have right now is a sad facey emoji. Because it's just such a circular argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were saying, it comes from such a place of like this time like of emotion and fucking personality almost and not like politics where it was just like, oh my God. Well, like Trump grabs him by the pussy. Oh yeah, well, Hillary defended a child molester. And I was like, what the fuck are we talking <laughs> yeah, about? Seriously. Here, did anyone watch Walking Dead uh, yeah. last week? <laughs> Whatever happened to the old guy that was talking about taxes? <laughs> yeah. He was, seems to be making a lot more sense now. <laughs> Has it been eight years already? Holy shit. So like most people don't know the issues. You got most Republicans vote against their own interests. Yeah. And you could, you could take that in so many different directions. Most people who are on welfare vote against welfare. I mean, like, they vote the law, against yeah, the Democrats. Explain that one to me. Well, so you've got, you know, like... Poor I, white I've people. Got, All yeah, right, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've got people in the South who, who are on welfare, and they, they they vote Republican every single time. They, 100% you know, got it. I got it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's one example. You can to, to, like, That's a great example. And to keep it with the sports analogy, too, because I've been saying that I think that, like, you, people have it with the same passion of the sp- of uh, their local – of their – people have the same passion as their favorite sporting team. But, unfortunately, the presidential election, if it was a sport, it would be the Olympics because people mm. only give a shit about it every four years. Right. It's not they – they'll follow baseball way more closely than they will politics. Yeah. And then every four years, they'll be 
into who's going to win the election, but have the passion of a diehard Oakland Raiders fan. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like without any knowledge. They don't know who any of the players are. Nope. They haven't watched. They haven't listened to one congressional hearing outcome yeah. for the four years. But they just like Trump because he says it like it is. That's that, that's the biggest quote that everybody said. Why, why do you like Trump? Because oh, he tells it like it is. But what is he saying? You, do you have any idea what he's yeah, saying? What he's just, is it? He's uh, just saying something that you wanted to say but you felt like you couldn't say. Yeah. There's, there's an old George Carlin bit. Uh, he, he talks about why the United States voted for uh, Clinton. And he, he said every politician leading up to Clinton would always say, I'm not full of shit, I'm not full of shit, I'm not full of shit. And then Bill Clinton would come around and say, well, I'm full of shit. And then, you know, George Carlin's response would be, well, at least he's honest. I, I, I could vote for yeah, that guy. Yeah. You know, like, that, that's kind of that, – that's Trump on steroids. Like no. he, he just said whatever – he didn't care what anybody else said. And yeah, people, that's true. And, I feel and, that at the beginning I kind of felt like that. I felt like there was maybe like a little bit of a swell from just the politically disenfranchised that just like wanted anybody that wasn't the anti-politician. I think that that was like a very small per- – at the end of the day, yeah, I feel no. it turned out to be a small percentage of Trump's supporters yeah, sure. as opposed to people that were going to be re- voting Republican anyway. And then the like larger portion of the people that were like actually impressed by his bombastic remarks and all that kind of well, stuff. I think like, even I think at the beginning he was fun to watch too. Like the Republican debates, he was at like he was like having Jeff Ross sending Jeff Ross and like roast the other Republicans. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I hate all those guys. And I think ultimately, so, like, yeah. let's watch. And they were fucking great jokes. Yeah, He's making I think fun people of Jeff, ultimately like voted. They wanted to vote. They wanted that guy. They wanted that personality, that tough guy, bravado, that guy that yeah. like saying it like it is, even mm. if it's like right or wrong. At least he. He's saying it, you know what I mean? I think people like that tough guy mentality, and I think that like that won him more the vote than the people that were just like, you know what, I'm, I want a capitalist in there because I'm sick of politicians being lied to. I think everybody knew that, or, you know, I think Trump supporters even knew that Trump was going to back down from a lot of the things that he was saying, but... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think the real hardcore Trump supporters didn't. I think they're all like, oh my god, Like, when do we get to put Hillary in jail? And he's like, what, are you yeah. kidding me? I was never going to do that. <laughs> That's the biggest question right now. This is the question that all Trump supporters need to be asked. What do you expect from the Trump presidency? What do you expect? Because you don't know what the hell you're getting. I have no idea what's going to happen because he hasn't talked about any policies. He's no. only talked about attacks. He's only gotten people riled up. He's only gotten people really hyped up to put Hillary in jail. She, he, wants yeah. her to, he wants to build a wall. He wants to... Cut Medicare. He wants to cut Obamacare. I mean, it, they, these things are unrealistic. He wants I mean, countries to self-govern their own nukes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, he doesn't even know how. Yeah, exactly. He has no idea what nukes are. He doesn't know how what, what the purpose of having nuclear weapons are. He thinks that we should use them if we have them. Yeah, he thinks it's that's like scary. a tool that's for a threat. Yeah, to really make, frightening. You know? uh, but I mean, that's I mean, I, I, as far as you know, what he wants to do, you got to ask what his supporters want want him to do he's, the, he's beholden to them he i think they just wanted him to keep on making like hilarious tweets <laughs> yeah. and like well, well, sound clips and whatnot and he's still and doing all yeah, he is still doing you know? it. like that's crazy you know what i mean like uh what pence went to uh fucking what's the show hamilton and fucking the next yeah. day the president-elect was like vice president-elect pence was at hamilton which i heard was hugely overrated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that's I fucking mean, hilarious folks dude. talk about wasting your money like here, dude, the fucking trump's on twitter giving fucking play reviews like me and liam doing the podcast doing fucking like so superman sucked yeah you know what I mean? the that's president-elect great. and then speaking of like a social media blitz like this is kind of like you got to fear like the first real election where like social media played a huge thing the oh, guy that was sure. running for president could have been reached out to been like hey oh 
at the real Donald Trump, I think you're a loser. Well, I think you're a fucking loser. Yeah. And like, holy shit, am I having dialogue with the president elect right now? Like, yeah, well, I and think is he just trolling people online? It's fucking like one of the greatest no, things to watch sure. ever, I think he, dude. That's like, the best comparison is him being like an online troll. Not even yeah. just online because it wasn't just about the social media, but it was about like the actual media. And he was just trolling the actual media into just talking about him 24-7. And it really did become like a four-network, round-the-clock like the only publicity is good publicity form of marketing for Trump. We're just that's like the all the news was talking about was him for like eight the better part of eight months or whatever. Yeah, no, you no, know. No, yeah, he, yeah. And that's all the media. Like there was definitely it, never an election that I think had an impact by the media. And I think just also like the having everybody's feelings out there. I mm-hmm. think would kind of like when, once you hear if you were a Trump supporter and then you hear all the people have like hard they're talking shit about Trump it's only going to make you want to like send out mean tweets about Hillary that much more and it becomes like a tit for tat thing yep. where I don't think even eight years ago when it was Obama McCain there wasn't as much like racist twittering going on about Obama than there was about Trump you know what I mean than there was about uh, things that Trump said you know what I mean exactly like, well then you literally had audio come out of him and Billy Bush on a fucking RV of him like straight up just talking about like assaulting women like look I'm all fun fucking games <laughs> for like hilarious jokes but he wasn't joking he was just trying to impress Billy Bush and was right. like oh when I see a beautiful woman I just start kissing him I grab him by the pussy you can do that yeah. I was like wait a second and then you're like alright so this is, has to hurt him right this yeah, has to be against yeah, him yeah. then you had like fucking the next day like Republican moms who were like I have boys I know <laughs> Locker room talk. Yeah. That was nothing. I was Rape like, that victims was for nothing? Trump. Like, like dude, minute. like real talk. I know guys in a locker room. I've been in one. And fucking <laughs> like, I've had locker room talk with my buddies. Yeah. In my single days, I would brag to my friends if I got laid the night before. But if I had one friend, fucking Steve. It was just like, oh, man, so like, I had sex with this girl last night. It was fucking crazy. Didn't think I was going to do it. And he was just like, yeah, man. Like, I just saw a girl kind of passed out, so I just started rubbing her pussy and fucking making out there. I'm like, wait, what's up, dude? Like, I, do I don't want to hang with you anymore, man. That's fucking crazy. I do have one friend That's that claimed that his move scenario. was just to uh, completely get naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I always felt that was, like, way bordering rapey. But, but that, that really, was some That's the opposite talk that I've had. You know? Yeah, like, but as close as I like, can walking in naked. I'm not going to give out which one of my friend's name it was. But that was his. <laughs> Even. If it is, whip it out. <laughs> even if it is locker room talk, is that the way you want your president to, to behave? Is that the yeah. way? Is that presidential? Is that the way you would expect somebody to to, to act in? You know, no, for yeah. sure. How, how, how does somebody like that have Billy diplomatic Bush. sway in, the, in, in the, on the world stage? You go to the United Nations. You think people are going to listen to this guy when he talks? Yeah. You know, you, who is he going to surround himself with? Uh, I think that even though that like the whole grabbing with the pussy scandal, <laughs> I like how funny. that's even more of a scandal though. Than like the eleven or twelve women that are actually accusing him of sexual rape. Like people are still so much more outraged by him saying it mm-hmm. than him doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah. become such a sound clip world and such like a sure. media driven thing that it's like nobody even cares about the eleven chicks that got raped. It's like, can you believe that he said he would rape somebody? Yeah, you know? dude, he also like picked a fight, dude, with the fucking like a powerhouse country. You know what I mean? And I'm like, just hey, talking China, about Rosie you. O'Donnell. He was like. <laughs> You really <laughs> stepped over my rosy joke. Oh. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> oh, man. China, Rosie O'Donnell, two huge powerhouses. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what, how can you take this guy seriously? How can anybody take him seriously? The only thing, the only reason everybody has to take him seriously now is because he is actually the fucking president. That's the only thing that he's got going for him is that he won. I don't yeah, know. College. He did win. He yeah. lost 200, I'm sorry, 2 million votes in the popular 
uh, in the popular yeah, vote yeah, to, to sure. Hillary. That's huge. I mean, what is Definitely. that going to say four years from now? Does he have any chance of winning? But I mean, honestly, for me, and I believe all three of us, and I think we probably speak for most, you know, Hillary backslash anti-Trump supporters of this election, but I definitely do not take, at this day after the election, take Trump any more seriously than I do take the seat of the president less seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I've not gained any respect for Trump. I've just lost all respect for the president. Absolutely. In our political system. And I, I think mean, that, like, ultimately that's going to happen. And I think that ultimately I thought that the whole Trump thing was going to be, like, potentially positive in that vein where it's just going to, like, mm-hmm. disrespect. But I think it's just going to take people so out of it. Like, I don't think that I think that people are going to they're protesting in the streets now, but yeah. I think that's just going to wear off and people are just going to be like, yeah. oh, what a stupid fucking thing. The president, you know what I mean? Well, like, look at Trump. It w- imagine what type of person is going to think that they should run for president now. Imagine the type of person that it's going to inspire to run for president. You compare that to Obama. You know, you, yeah. the Anybody, way he man. handled himself. It, it, you, you've got a completely different class of person. Sure. The way they handled themselves. Trump has got such less dignity. He's, he's, yeah. he's just a, and I think that ultimately too, it's interesting because I think that it's just a reflection of the how you know quick society's changed in the last couple of years but I think eight years ago when Obama got elected I think it was a lot because of the way he handled himself and mm-hmm. whatnot. and this year I think it's the same way where I think Trump actually did get elected because of how he handled himself but it was just such a stark difference between the two personalities well, it was kind but of it was sh- like they were both more about the person than their agendas and whatnot, you know? And this kind of got you thinking, too, like you said. Like, it kind of also just shows you this, like, any maniac now can be president. Yeah. Like, it almost puts a lot of legitimacy yeah. into the Kanye West 2020 fucking presidency. I, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. He announced it at the VMAs or, or the crazy. NBA as a joke, but Sounds now I was like, ridiculous. fuck, could that happen? Which is kind of a hilarious question. Like, if he does run the Democrat pat- platform on 2020 and Trump's still in the Republican platform, who are we voting for? <laughs> I don't think the Democrats are that crazy, though. You, you, I'm that crazy baby <laughs> yeah the democrats have a little bit more common sense they're a little bit more objective the republicans they're so much more lockstep republican yeah they vote republican for sure, a for sure, for sure. and that's why the democrats lose because they are a little bit more objective they, they take a look at the question they answer after the question is asked republicans they know what their answer is going to be before yeah. the question is even asked is and that's why or? after eight years of like job growth and mm-hmm. like yeah. in this country the number one like only platform trump can actually grasp to is jobs and whatnot which is insane because it's Actually, you know, people ignore the fact that Obama's done such a great job on a lot right. of things. Well, look at look at what just happened the other day. He he saved a thousand jobs. Well, let me check your Facebook. I think you posted this yeah. on. on. <laughs> no, he, he saved a thousand jobs in Indiana of a potential two thousand that could have been lost. So he saved half of the jobs that that could have been lost in Indiana. What happened to the other thousand jobs? Why didn't he save all of them? I mean, I, it's great that he saved those thousand, but why didn't he save all of them? Yeah. What did he do? What did he give up? We don't know the details of the mm-hmm. deal, but we don't know what he gave to that company carrier to to save those jobs. I mean, they, yeah. these little these little things they add up. But if you ask a Trump supporter, it doesn't matter. He saved a thousand jobs. It doesn't matter that he lost a thousand. It may it matters that he saved a thousand. Yeah, granted, yeah. the glass is half full kind of philosophy. Yeah, he saved a thousand jobs, but what could he have done that could have saved all of them? It sounded like he was going to save all of them when it, when the campaign was running. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, right. And, but his Trump supporters 100%. don't care about that. Yeah, he, he's 
it, they don't. They were gonna. Fo- they were gonna follow him blindly, one hundred and ten percent, no matter what he says. And that's why he got elected. Yeah, and, and it's get- interesting to think about what'll happen in the future because, like today, you can't find the George, like somebody that'll admit to have being a George W. Bush supporter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was like an actual tangible thing, like thought that could have gone through your head before election night. Mean, like, do I really want to be one of those assholes that voted for Trump thirty years down the line? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can be one of those. Which is kind of a great point too, because it's talking about this. You obviously hear like the shocking all of us and like how we are so shocked about it but like kind of like what i want to ask both of you guys um like what was going through your head like where were you what was going through your head like the night the election night like when you're watching yeah. whatever mind you msnbc where was one watching, of them literally said i think we're gonna lose this I was like i mean democrats are gonna lose this i was like yeah. holy shit I, I was, was I was watching the Knicks game and that's what i was thinking <laughs> i think we're gonna lose this down by 15 to the Mavs. <laughs> Holy got, shit, is it election night tonight? <laughs> I got eight and a half points on this fucking game here. <laughs> um, no, I was, I'm watching the I'm watching the uh, the election, and the whole time I thought the 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 media was in the bag. You know, the media they were drawing it out the mm-hmm. entire time. They, they 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 would do everything they could to tease you because Hillary was going to win by such a humongous yes. amount. Like they they would they would, yeah, because Hillary was going to huge you win such by such a big margin. They they needed a reason to have people to watch because yeah, yeah. if they didn't if it wasn't going to be close then nobody's going to watch the ratings would be down for sure for sure so my philosophy throughout the whole night even though Trump was gaining throughout the night I thought that the, the media was still teasing out the results just yeah, yeah, to hun- keep us watching for sure until they're going to keep Wisconsin in the bag right, and right, announce right. it goes you, Hillary you're going to watch you're going to watch every last second I couldn't I and it, you're absolutely right I mean I, I, I couldn't. I didn't want to believe. Now, were you at, were you at home in a private residency? Yeah, my wife. She was sitting with me, and, and we're on the couch. We're watching the whole thing, and she, and she's climbing the wall. She's like, "Trump's gonna win." I can't believe Trump's gonna win. And the whole time I'm talking to her, I was like, "There's no way he's gonna win. There's, it's not even yeah. close. It's the media. They're totally trying to make us watch as much as they we can. Yeah. There's no way they're, he's gonna win. And then you, you see some of the faces and some of the pundits that are. Yeah, they, absolutely. And you're like, Dude, "This guy's gonna win." Yeah. No, this guy's gonna. I don't think Trump thought he was gonna because win. even that afternoon, like before, you know, two oh, three o'clock, he was all talking about how Hillary was gonna go big. And then, like you said, the way that the states kind of roll out. I figured it was the exact same thing. Like, all he needed to do is win any one of those states. So even when the pundits were freaking out, I still just didn't quite get the severity of right. it. Because I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, eventually she's going to win Michigan or one of these. Like, right. So I, like, literally didn't buy, like, and it was the classic. It was a microcosm of the whole Trump experience for me. I literally didn't take it seriously yeah. <laughs> until, like, they officially announced him the winner. And I was just like, wait a minute. What the fuck just yeah. happened? Because I literally threw out the election as people were getting more and more scared i still had a like such a faith of just like no way it couldn't possibly well See, her, I, her firewall was wisconsin michigan mm-hmm. pennsylvania new hampshire if she won those four she won the election it didn't matter what happened she lost all of those yeah and that's and crazy. clean sweet See, well the thing for me too is like i remember getting home and like kind of like what liam was saying is like three o'clock I'm like oh this is gonna be great i have a great idea how this is gonna play out tonight and I got home, and I think I was turned it on. It was probably like six, seven o'clock, and I was double shocked because I don't know if you remember the last episode. Like I asked everybody out there to uh, write in ballot Stephen Root, <laughs> so I was just like, when I got home, I was like, holy shit, Hillary and Trump are up there. <laughs> yeah. I don't see one vote for Root. Yeah, it turns out not a lot of polls. So then the that started happening, and I was like, all right, so now even more than that, Trump's ahead of Hillary. Yeah. But, uh, and I had the uh, bar experience, the New York City bar experience. And New York City was such a weird place because, like, mm. for just a place just 
filled with so many people. You'd think that like the guy that just won the election would have any supporters, but just out of like <laughs> no, the black New York City, it was seriously like a funeral throughout that night. There was protests, like full on four or five girls crying at the bar, like you know what I mean, full on. Without even causing a scene or anything like that, you yeah, know, it was just, just such a like communal depression. Yeah, I mean, and, fuck, uh, look at Union Square right now; it's fucking covered in fucking anti-Trump post-it notes. Yeah. It's still growing, and dude. for such a large population of people to not show any Trump, it <laughs> yeah. only goes to for a show guy that lives here. How much that has yeah. a giant fucking tower in the yeah. middle of this fucking? He's like a real life legend. No, for sure. That's such another like... irritating thing about the whole thing about like him just being such a capitalist that <laughs> yeah. somehow tricked all the farmers <laughs> into voting for him. Like it should be. New York assholes that voted for this fucking guy. Yeah. Not like redneck. Like, what the yeah, fuck? fucking lady from Arkansas gets no love <laughs> from the fuck. The it, New York City slicker. Haven't these guys ever seen Mighty Ducks? Uh, there's there's <laughs> something about Republicans and, and, and people who have the star on the Walk of Fame. They love Hollywood. They're enamored by an entertainer. They love a guy who could read his lines and say him like he's a politician. They did it with Reagan. They did it with Clint mm-hmm. Eastwood. He was a small-town Republican mayor. They did it with Fred Thompson. He ran for president in 2008. They did it with... Uh, Who do Arnold, we have? Al Franken. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Al Franken. <laughs> you know what? I, Al Franken's to be taken seriously. I think he's going to be somebody in in four years. I think he might be that Midwestern representative for... for a, I was, thinking, I, I was hoping for a Stuart Smalley uh, yeah. <laughs> Netflix you, you comeback. Know what? We got, That's we've, what I'm we've got a guy who's famous for firing, you know, Gary Busey on on, on a reality TV show. This yeah, is, for sure. This yeah. is what we have. This and now we have like before, Secretary of Defense Amarosa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because sure. she got it. She won the first season of The Apprentice. That's why. She's like, what are you talking about? This guy's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, he grabbed him by the pussy a couple times, <laughs> but uh, that was to be expected. He has little hands. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, she's not that invasive. Trump is yeah he he's uh he's he's definitely uh somebody who's not qualified for the job. We know this. Whoever voted for him who thought he was qualified for the job, they just didn't care about what the facts were. Yeah. They didn't care. They didn't know what the facts were. They, it was it was it was them uh, it, it, there were a lot of different reasons. Let's, let's yeah, even President James K. Polk would be surprised by mm-hmm. this. Who was the president that caused the Mexican War? The reason I know that is because I did a sixth grade history <laughs> project on the Mexican War. But now I'm finding the alliance between the two. That guy hated Mexicans. And even he is appalled by how much Trump fucking hates Mexicans. James Polk hasn't had his biopic yet, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I didn't know any of his background. So. And I'll tell you right now, a special geeked up prize from the prize closet. If anyone out there can tell me what the K stands for in James K. Polk. <laughs> or even if I just made that president up. I swear to God, he's real. It was from a sixth grade report. This is going to be a tough Wikipedia search here. Yeah, but special prize. <laughs> Email it at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you know what the K stands for in James K. Polk. And if you know what college Jackie Robinson went to, <laughs> geeked up points, because he was who I did all of my like elementary school projects on every year. <laughs> Devin was fucking digging deep into James Polk, what was like, and James Madison was taken already. Like, this might happen very soon. <laughs> History repeats itself. It's happening again. But seriously, man. I like how in Florida they're teaching you about the obscure presidents. Just as long as they hated Mexicans, they're worth <laughs> yeah. mentioning down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're only going to choose five. There's guy, Polk. He was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Ronnie here. 
Yeah, so on that note, though, while we're talking about James Polk and thinking about all of the presidents of America, got us into thinking about this week's game time. As always, we tricked Ronnie into coming here. Just like any guest, we didn't just bring him on here for our uh, political smarts. We've, uh, and pure political espionage, we've uh, <laughs> tied him up to the chair. We're going to make him play a game with us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's got the mask over his head. And <laughs> In my head, I saw it as like a hostage, <laughs> like a political hostage, right? Yeah, so we're waterboarding played. Ronnie unless he <laughs> plays this game with us. We've tricked, we've told him he was a political analyst, but really he was just the unfortunate asshole that needs to judge one of our, our latest game time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and Liam have made up. And yeah. so we're gonna Turns out we've both been Trump supporters all along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now play our game. That's right. No, I'm joking, of course. But <laughs> what a house of lies twist. Yeah, uh, political points right there. Remember, I got bonus points. But So we're going to step in the game closet, and this time we're uh, just seeing how everything's going on. It's going to be like, what, risk or something? We're going to see, like, we're going to do the first geeked up presidential cabinet. So yeah, the presidential cabinet swap. The geeked up presidential cabinet swap. We're going to be, let's face it, we're not very happy with the uh, president that we got now, right? So we're going to be replacing him yeah. in geeked up style. We're going to be replacing not just the president, but we're going to be uh, appointing a president, a vice president, all right, the Speaker of the House. And then, of course, the most important in the uh, Geeked Up Nation is the uh, Geeked Ambassador. <laughs> yeah, the Geeked Up Ambassador to the world. Yeah, who will do that? Now, so, so here's the catch, though, all right? So now the uh, we're not just going to be picking presidents willy-nilly here. No, no. The catch is you have had to have been a president in a TV show or movie in order to be eligible for the Geeked Up Cabinet. That's right. Just like unlike the real world where anyone can just be president. <laughs> yeah, seriously. In our fake fictional fun world of made up TV yeah. and movies, you actually need some experience. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No you fucking walk, no walk-ons here. That's good. <laughs> so what we're yeah, so what we're gonna do is then uh, me and Liam are gonna have a little like heads up debate against each house and then uh Ronnie, I guess here is gonna be kind of our electoral college, if yeah, you will. Yeah, so me and Devin, we're gonna be playing the two parties here, all right? It's a two party system. So you got your uh, your Liams and your Devins, <laughs> and then Ronnie's going to be your electoral college, which is going to unjustly decide the winner. So this is one of those not like whoever's appointed the winner, they might lose in the popular vote, but since Ronnie appoints them, they're the winner. You know, yeah, so you winner. can't argue with the electoral college. And to make it even more confusing, I will be the Liams. And Liam will be the Devons. We'll represent the Devons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really going to fuck with you. Totally geek mess up. So I guess we'll just get into it. I guess we'll just uh, we'll save the best for last. So presidents first. Yeah, we'll work our way up to the president. So I guess that'll make us start with the uh, Speaker of the House. All so, right. Uh, do you want to go first? Or should I go yeah, first? I guess the Devons will go first. How election <laughs> work? Do we flip a coin? <laughs> yeah, much like any good <laughs> like, presidential yeah. election. So that's what we got, Ronnie. But he's going to do right, the Ryan official geeked coin. up coin, coin toss. Tails. Tails it is. Tails it is. Tails never fails. All right. To start. So Liam has the Devons. Terms? I'm going to uh, give it to the Liams to oh. go. So that'll All bring right. up Devin. So for me, the best speaker of the house I've ever seen. And as in any movie or TV president... A guy who got his voice heard, wanted to be heard, you know what I mean? Could speak to the people that understood him was uh, President Nacho Camacho Mountain Dew Doritos <laughs> from uh, Idiocracy. From Idios was that uh, Luke Wilson? Uh, no, 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 no. Luke Wilson was like Joe Everybody. This okay. was played by Terry Crews. You might know him from Old Spice commercials. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And he basically played that character as president. You know what I mean? Like the whole basis of videography is like it's in the future and the world has just gotten more dumb. As like people who like plan for pregnancies, like pl planning families, kind of just like. 
kids just got in the way, just oh, like the white trash, and everybody else was just having kids, and that was what the future. The pussy <laughs> gets frozen now is just a regular guy. Okay, all right, I see. And it. in the future, he's the smartest guy in the world. Luke Wilson is. Yeah. Just All because right. everyone's so dumb. So, the so, president it, so is, it makes Teddy Cruz president. The president is Terry Cruz, who like walks out on stage to like give his like State of the Union address to shooting off machine guns with like rock and roll music <laughs> playing, dude. And then it's just like, yo, y'all motherfuckers done fucked up. Like that's what it says also on <laughs> the. Uh, but he also like found the way to like make Luke Luke Wilson the next president. You know what I mean? He saw. That okay, they, he does he actually. They, they didn't learn anything. He didn't. Well, spoiler alert. I guess. Uh, <laughs> so are you picking? You're picking Terry Cruz. Who's not Luke Wilson though, even though Luke Wilson is the smartest man in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. and he becomes president, so well, you still could pick him. Start, you know what I mean? When Nacho Camacho and Mountain Dew Doritos ruled for like twelve years, everyone was happy, having All right. a good time, living their own stupidity. Yeah, but he was loud, and, and he that was shows heard. that he, he cares had about guns. You know what I mean? He is the speaker of the house. He was. He will be heard. Ronnie, any questions on uh, the platforms of, yeah. of Macho Camacho? Yeah, we're taking during this debate. We are taking uh, <laughs> questions from the crowd. Also, is this one happens to be the Electoral College. And the voice of the people. What are uh, Nacho Camacho's views on uh, abortion? Is he, <laughs> is he pro-choice? Abortion? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, this is coming from a guy that thinks you uh, water flowers with Gatorade. <laughs> which is a uh, little point of the movie. Like, that's how Luke Wilson saves like their world is he uses water instead of Gatorade to water everything. He is smart. You know what I mean? So I don't think he's got time to think about abortion. He doesn't really have any stands on abortion. <laughs> that's a fair I mean? description. I think I have a clearer picture of who this person is. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Thank All right, you. So I guess yeah, that'll move you. on to the Devons. <laughs> But uh, okay, so I'm going to go. It's actually kind of go. I'm going to much like Nacho. I'm going to go with another uh, minority candidate as well. And it's actually in the very small world of politics. Terry Crews, the father of the Chris Rock show. So I mean, I know he becomes the president because the movie ends with a blinged out Mount Rushmore picture of Chris Rock from head of state. <laughs> All right, interesting. But I'm going to go with uh, it ain't right. Which was the big speech, the big Chris Rock scene that I'm sure nobody <laughs> remembers. But Chris Rock plays uh, Maze Gilliam, all right, who's like a D.C. public city worker that gets put up in a sham campaign. The Democrats know they're going to lose, so they throw him in there to appear to be having a black guy come yeah, in. No, I remember. And then the movie all turns when he gets his – now, part of having Chris Wasn't Rock Bernie as my – Wasn't Bernie Mac I was going to say, part of, having, uh, part of having Chris Rock as my Speaker of the House means you get his brother, Bernie Mac – but he was easily the best part. He just shows up bitch slapping everybody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's my question about NATO. He thinks it's a guy from the hood. So you get him, and you also get Chris Rock as your Speaker of the House. Hilarious stand-up comic. You know he's going to be able to handle the press. He's going to turn any, like, press, press conference into, like, ten minutes of crowd work, just ripping on all these dumb reporters. Terry he was Cruz. basically Obama before he was Obama. If you got to go somebody, you got to go Chris Rock. True. Um... Ronnie, any questions? For, uh... Well, I, I, does this Chris Rock character does he believe that uh, the United States should be an isolationist country? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. With all, with all due respect yeah, to the candidate, the, uh, perfect, perfect answer. He doesn't even know what Alpa is. <laughs> I think Chris Rock wins. What? I, I think I, I go with Chris Rock just based on the fact that he's never had a sex addiction as bad as. Terry Crews has had. He's he's been known to ruin his. He, <laughs> yes. He's admittedly ruined his life because of his sex addiction. I think. Okay, Chris, all right, nice. That's Points not for Chris. That's a huge a stable jump. Family that's man. First of all, I want to say it's a huge jump from thinking Gatorade is water. I blame the liberal media. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go with Chris Rock, a man who can control himself in the White House, is a guy who might get yeah. things done. All right, so I don't think that's the popular vote, but like we said, <laughs> college. 
No, everyone felt good about that. All right, so I guess next up then, next move up the ladder, who would be going, you know, we're going to go vice president. All right, on to vice, vice president. president. I think you as the victor should come in strong, lead hard. All right, so for vice president here, a guy that played president, I'm going to go with he uh, has played a lot of – he hasn't played many roles, but he plays them all fantastically. So I'm going to go with Daniel Day-Lewis, who played – President Abraham Lincoln. All right, so he's Lincoln. So <laughs> yeah. Lincoln. And I guess it's kind of cheating because yeah, for my fictitious my character, over. I get Abraham Lincoln. So basically, my guy freed the slaves. My vice president, he freed the slaves. <laughs> he was also the fucking like, awesome minister in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. So you get a double dosage of awesomeness. If you pick Daniel Day as Lincoln as my vice president. Yeah, your vice president's got three so Oscars. Your vice president's Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Rodney said, yeah, I've got a vice president with three Oscars. I mean... All right. So let's see what you got. <laughs> Lincoln doesn't have Oscars. We're going fictional presidents here. First of all, Lincoln won no Oscars. In fact, the exact I remind opposite. you about he was the murdered at a play. Yeah. He was the least fan of Oscars or Tonys or fucking <laughs> Grammys. Which is another good thing, yes, because he was assassinated. Don't the people pay attention he's to the, the vice facts. president? Now that's a good vice president to ensure the president goes, doesn't yeah. get assassinated. The yeah. vice president's going to take the bullet for him. Yeah, it looks like yeah, Chris Rock. Abraham Lincoln does. So who do you got? So this isn't Daniel Day-Lewis. We're talking Lincoln. See, I'm going the uh, Nixon head in Futurama because he was president again. He's still a fictional fucking president. You know what I mean? But then his you get Nixon as jar, president. But he's had time to fucking think about his mistakes. Like Watergate was like fucking a thousand years ago. Literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. He has survived like a, like a millennium now. He admittedly, he's got to have something down to, up his sleeve. Yeah. Admittedly, he's still acting exactly the same. But uh, <laughs> he had political experience. I didn't think you were going to go with Lincoln who I think the Electoral College now is convinced is Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> so pick it. Yeah, take your pick. <laughs> Plus also... They're both wait, better than Nixon. Before that, though, I want to get back for a second. My uh, opponent was never asked a serious question by the people. <laughs> I want to uh, hear your question. Uh, it doesn't really have to. I mean, it's it's Lincoln. The guy, the guy freed the slaves. <laughs> oh, now, he, it's yeah, now it's Lincoln. Now it's Lincoln. He doesn't have the you know, boom. Nothing. Uh, you can't argue with Lincoln. I mean, yes, yeah. I'm done with mine. Your You're only right. chance was coming with Paul Giamatti. I have and a John question Adams. for the only thing I'm hoping for here is Nixon's hilarious here, wig. I'm going to get the underestimated fucking rural vote. <laughs> <laughs> I want a silent majority. My vote. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I have a question for the uh, uh, Futurama Nixon head. Uh, wh- what is his position on fracking? I'm Richard Nixon. Obviously, I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the president does is not illegal. Yeah, no, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm Richard Nixon. I, uh, you know what? I immediately concede. I'm not going to shy You're away Nixon from illegal style, You know what? Now. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think this one was over before win. it started. I think you know, the, it's Nixon. Every right? battle is won <laughs> or lost before it's ever fought, and uh, Liam won this one. What? There yeah. we go. Yeah, I'm rounding it. out the cabinet here. Yeah, two and zero. Oh. You're, but he said, here's the voter discrepancy. He said the Liam party won it, which he forgot <laughs> was me. Yeah, was, the this, was actually this, represented uh, by me. This All right, is so sorry. we're going Nixon head. Yeah, it's Nixon head, baby. It sounds like a rigged election. The ballot long. Yeah. yeah, it's a rigged election. Sorry, you had your, uh, what was those things called during the uh, Gore-Bush election? The fucking imprinted ballots, what are they called? Dimple chads. Dimple chads. This was yeah. the uh, dimple, dimple chads. You so, won we by got Chris, so we got sec- Speaker of the House, Chris yeah. Rock from Head of State. Vice President, Vice President Nixon Richard head. From Futurama. All right. In a stunning upset over Lincoln. Holy sh- <laughs> Yeah. A lot All of people right. didn't know how to use those things. A lot of people didn't know. All right. So We've we got the tiebreaker. Here we go. The, uh, geeked up 
ambassador to the world, very, very important, yeah, prestigious, and illustrious. The role. only person behind the president who reigns higher than the vice president is obviously the geeked-up ambassador. Yeah, because they're going to need to be able to delve into the geek world. You can't just be freeing the slaves and mm-hmm. winning Oscars like Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln. You know, you got to be doing geek activities. Yeah. So for my, I'll lead it off with this one. My one of the finer presidents in movie history. That's why I had to save him for the. Not, I'm, I'm not going to save him for the president. I'm using him as my geeked up ambassador. Because if there was only, if there was one president that fought the fucking aliens, it was Bill Pullman in ID4. God damn it. All right. So I'm going. Uh, President Bill Pullman, fighter pilot, he's out fighting the aliens on the Fourth of July. Gives the big pregame speech. Today we fight for our independence. Everybody in the movie theater's crying, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. You know what presidents I, re- <laughs> presidents I respect? Ones that don't get the White House blown up, all right? <laughs> all right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? His fucking wife died, all right? Couldn't protect his yeah. own family. And he conveniently yeah. just barely escaped yeah. on <laughs> Air Force <laughs> One as the fucking aliens are tearing the shit out of D.C. But come on, anybody that was like in, in battle with Randy Quaid had to learn a thing or two <laughs> about a thing or two, you know what I mean? Like... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But again, he's the kind of guy that would let one of his soldiers kamikaze. And he's like, you won't get him, guy. But I, you, I will look after your wife. And he was and also kids. willing to abandon being the president to go, like, fly jets against aliens. <laughs> it's like, don't we need the president, like, behind the battlefield? Yeah. And shit out. But all right, you know, yeah, on the front lines, I guess. Is I guess the people good. have a question for, uh... yeah, uh, how does Bill Pullman of Independence Day plan Again, to tackle? Again, not Bill Pullman. <laughs> oh, what is it? What's his president's name? What, yeah, what is his president's name? I have a good point that I'm the only person that knows all of his candidates' real names. <laughs> oh, right. So far, there's been President Chris Rock. Liam, by luck, got Lincoln right. <laughs> now it's President Pullman. But no, go on. How does President Pullman what? What, what, is, what is President Pullman's stance on uh, building a wall? Is it going to tackle the immigration problem the same way he'll tackle the uh, well he's all for problem. building force fields because it worked well when the aliens attacked there america so i think if you were going to look at a wall as a force field between but bill pullman united the world you know that speech he said we're all going to be on independence day we're all going to be it's not going to be an american holiday we're all fighting for our uh, mm-hmm. lives here you know yeah, you know who yeah. else said that hitler <laughs> <laughs> It's not all Germany. It's the world, baby. The so basically, world. if you're supporting a wall, I got Bill Pullman supporting the wall. If you're not supporting the wall, I got Bill Pullman not supporting the wall. <laughs> yeah, see, I got somebody who would I'm be playing the great. both sides of the wall as Bill Pullman you know, from ID4. So I got who, somebody that's uh, from the Liam side of the things that uh, I think the greatest geeked up ambassador would be President Screw, played by Mel Brooks in Spaceballs. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, a good one. That's unlike a good one. Pullman, he actually had the balls to go to space during crazy space times. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was down there, like you said. That's true. He didn't send, around with he didn't send Goldblum and Will Smith up to the uh, <laughs> yeah. the real battle. Pullman played there. that one pretty close to home. Where President Screw ruled a pretty good nation until fucking, you guess it, pesky Bill Pullman came in, <laughs> ruined everything for the fucking space balls. The air was the world was running out of air. But what at the end of the day, steal from smaller smaller planets to get air for the good, the home planet, the president. His name's president, so obviously he's stealing it from somewhere that's not America. But at the he's end of the day, air for who's, who saved the day? Who saved the day? Bill it was Pullman, Rick Moranis, John Candy, was really. Rick, Moranis, Rick Moranis, or President Screw? But that's know? right. Bill Pullman has already defeated Mel Brooks in presidential contest. I'm once. just saying, Rick Moranis played like the equivalent. To uh, Darth Vader, and he was afraid of President Screw. Screw <laughs> ruined with an, Iowa, an iron fist, 
And just like all of us, he's a real person. He was also surprised to see how fat his ass was. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got what was like us. He's yeah. a regular guy. He's and he I also have, loved space balls. He's so we got I that in common. With, and he knows space. He's a geeked up ambassador. He's been in outer space. Ronnie, ask your fucking question. <laughs> so uh, what what would he uh, try to do to bring down health care costs? Would, would Bloomberg's soda ban be an option? Bring down health care costs. Again, a classic liberal media. Not looking at how I built a whole – he built a whole machine that was a vacuum cleaner that sucked air from other <laughs> planets and gave it to our planet, which, again, I'm imagining is uh, America because his name's President Screw, you know, not Ambassador Screw, not uh, whatever these other people like to call their presidents, queens and princes. We're presidents here. And he took the air and gave it back to America, and he made America great again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Survival of the fittest. I, I, so who are we going for? Survival of the fittest. I think this one was over before it started as well. It, if it's Mel Brooks, it wins. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. President Screw. <laughs> All right, President Screw. Yeah, baby. Told you. So that pretty much just rounds out the cabinet then. You know what I mean? So for uh, the ultimate geek ambassador, we have President Screw. For vice president, Nixon head won in a uh, sketchy, <laughs> yeah, in a scandalous election. Yes, and of course, Chris Rock from head of state as uh, speaker of the house, the yeah. most hilarious speaker since Newt Gingrich. Who <laughs> 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 is uh, OJ? Newt Gingrich's OJ bid was hilarious, by the way. I mean, it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I guess that would lead us to uh, the president of the United States, yes. the geeked up world, and. Uh, Guess what, guys? If you're a fan of the show, you guessed who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe. Yeah, it's gonna be a hoe. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe. Yeah, there was really only one. Ronnie doesn't get a vote on this one. The Electoral College can go fuck themselves. We're we're living under the rule of President Stephen Rowe. Because you guys fucked up. In real life, yeah, Stephen Yeah, we Root give you one it. job, which is to groundswell a campaign that wins Stephen Root the presidency. <laughs> <Yeah>. Threw right in. <laughs> but uh, you didn't do it. So in our world, we got to do it. Of course it was going to be Stephen Root. So yeah. that'll round out the game. The world will be fine. For Christ's sake, Stephen <laughs> Root is president. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what could go wrong? So I guess that would be... Uh, the game, I guess, if you want to send in, though, the popular vote, if you don't agree... Like some people don't with the Electoral College, <laughs> you can write into us at, of course, thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Let the popular vote be heard. Which one of these guys do you want to rule those offices? The only one you don't get to rule right in for <laughs> is Stephen Root, because uh, let's be honest, we are all thinking the same thing. Yeah, nobody time. could possibly have an opinion other than Stephen Root. Ronnie, we, uh, of course, thank you uh, for. Uh, yeah, thanks for being honest with your political feelings. I know a lot of people, you know, don't like to uh, compulsively put pigs, put anti-Trump stuff up on their Facebook, but we know you're down for that. So no, but thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you for being the electoral college, the moderator, giving us a little insight on uh, what the fuck's going on in this fucking sketchy ass Trump world. Thank yeah. you. If uh, every day I look forward to tomorrow, or like six hours to see the next fucking thing that happens with Trump. <laughs> Glad I could contribute. Yeah, I mean. I probably won't stop anytime soon. So we'll no, yeah, we got at least he's not even like the president yet. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what to think. I don't. I I just every time you're upset, I guess put it on Facebook because that's what he does, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So again, thank you, Ronnie. Uh, but I guess that that'd be the game. But one more thing, we're geeks. You know, we're never done playing. IMDb. No, IMDb. No, IMDb. IMDb. No, IMDb. 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 IMDb
shit, man. Who is that badass guy rapping against that robot? Could it be the one, the only DB of all the geeked up songs? We've said it before. I'm the only one with the lyrics on it. Yeah, we uh, co-written by the Geeked Up Boys, but performed by the one and only DB. Not only does he Who know, is DB? I am DB. <laughs> and so. he's proven himself to be DB. As always, we're playing the uh, IMDB Challenge with Devin Barnes, Woo. who puts himself up against the Internet Movie Database to find out who exactly is the real... Devin Barnes. We call right? it the uh, John Henry Challenge. The John Henry Challenge. And all right, so now we got our uh, political expert Ronnie sitting in with us today. He's also he's not just a political buff. He's also a big movie guy, right, Ronnie? You're a big. I, uh, I like movies. Yeah. Yeah. You seen anything recently, particularly? Any any recommendations from the? Uh, you know, like on someone's HBO account, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hell or High Water is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Hell or High Water. All yeah, right. you got to watch that. Very good. And then another movie that I just saw is uh, Bleed for This, the Vinnie Pezienza story. It's, it's also out in theaters right now. It's really good. Okay. But Hell or High Water and You get to find out awesome. who the hell Vinnie Penzolino is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he Hell or High Water? Both good movies. All right, um, cool. So there we go. Taking it from Ronnie the movie buff. But, uh, but so he's also <laughs> more of a uh, mafia movie guy, I think, by genre. That's what we've talked a lot about, yeah, right? I think Ronnie and I have gone back and forth just, like, picking each other's brains about The Sopranos, like, first of all. Yeah. Ronnie's also good for quotes, you know? Yeah, great. You throw yeah. out, you're just looking this way, I'm looking that way, I'm stuck in the middle. He knows what movie <laughs> you're talking about, you know? <laughs> that's definitely good, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Point. I think he's DB. Wait a minute. Yeah, well, see, that's kind of... Uh, Ronnie's been walking around telling people that. He's like, the only thing that's going on with me is I don't have the initials for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can stump that DB guy anytime. <laughs> so, uh, so here he gets his chance. So he's going to uh, ask DB over here a trivia question. Presumably about a mafia movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it's about Hell or High Water. I'm fucked. So <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, I lose the game right there. But, uh, I no, challenge any of you to know Hell or High Water. So here's the, D, here's the question, DB. Who's Vinny Panzolino? <laughs> I imagine he was Tony's cousin on Sopranos. Ah, fuck. There was one. It's not the Vinzy Panzolino I was talking about. But no. All right, Ronnie. Hit me with it, baby. I'm ready. All right. So what borough is Jake LaMotta from? Oh, this all right. Is, this, this is a good one. This is from the Raging Bull. Raging Bull, obviously. Yeah. De Niro and Raging Bull. He's a boxer. Yeah. Joe Pesci's his little fucking brother slash wingman. He I'm gets. Uh, he starts fucking a chick, then pours ice all over his yeah. balls. Go with what right. I know, baby. I think he loses the fight. Who He's knows? from the Bronx. That's correct. Of course, it's correct. <laughs> if you got that, Bronx, you, I live in the Bronx. You got that wrong. You you had it in the podcast. You had his Bronx yeah. card taken yeah, away. Yeah, the Armin Woodlawn. We're Yonkers, baby. Yeah, he already got his Bronx. <laughs> So he's DB. He's also a resident of the Bronx. I'm a resident of the but Bronx. But he's indeed DB. still DB. Can't get me because I'm DB. So again, that'd be the show, guys. So once again, big thanks to Ronnie for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Fucking yeah, thanks Ronnie, thanks here, again man. so much yeah. for playing along and uh, being open about your political thoughts again. And of course, I'm Devin Barnes. That was Liam Whalen. Yeah. And remember, everybody, you don't have to work tomorrow. Go ahead and get geeked up. Woo, baby. <laughs> Hey, ooh, baby, it's time to get geeked up. Yeah. This is the hugest theme song I've ever heard. The best. The Geeked Up show is going to be huge, believe me. On the Reeked Up podcast, the uh, the real Trump supporters. Yeah. Don't forget, the real yeah, the Reeked Up has fucking voted for Trump. And no show the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Woo! Oh.
America, that's now an insult. Like, he's fucking You probably voted for Trump over here, asshole. <laughs> a New York City insult. I'm the best at doing podcasts, believe me.